You're listening to the Empower Series, the first Middle Eastern mental health and wellness podcast by Ali Salama. And do you, do you typically, like I know you do a lot of dancing and a lot of things that really take you out of your, your own mind. Uh, mm-hmm. When I think of you and personally mental health, I, mental health, I think of dance therapy. Can you, yeah. can you elaborate on how you take out all your stresses? Because I know you work for a very high paced company, Beautiful Destinations. Can yeah, you talk no, to definitely. us more about that? Yeah, for sure. So that's actually a great point. I'm, I'm I'm glad that you noticed that. One of the yeah, one of the things that I'm I feel like has has been very beneficial to my uh, well being like mentally has been that I'm very self aware into the things about the things that I enjoy, the mm-hmm. things that bring me just happiness where I feel like I'm not doing it for somebody else or to impress anybody. You know, I grew up around a dancing family. My mother was a dancer, and I grew up around sports. And so very fitness, athletic lifestyle is something that I like to partake in. So when things get stressful, and, and that happens to everybody, I like to revert to those sort of things, those activities, because like you said, they, they take me into this moment of almost like bliss or joy that yeah. I can't really explain. But it's um, it's it, it could be 15 minutes, 20 minutes. I mean, that's why... Meditation, I think, helps a lot of people too. It, it doesn't have to be this big commitment of time. It has to, you know, it's it's those small moments that kind of like take you out of it. And then yeah. all it is is just about releasing the stress. That's kind of like the the biggest thing. So I would say definitely dancing allows me to to, to just feel better, you know, because it yeah. it makes me happy. It's just an activity that I really really enjoy. Mm. And and like speaking about doing activities that you really enjoy. Sometimes a lot of people and a lot of videographers, actually, I was speaking to JR the, 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 like two days ago, and he was telling me that sometimes, you know, it can get too much and there's this fine line that we have to draw. And that's with any person, any profession, really. Um, yeah. I feel as millennials, we sort of, uh, we're too harsh on ourselves, really. Um, so where, how do you draw the line? How do you say this is enough? And how do you make sure that the progress you're making or the effort you're putting isn't being hindered by you losing out or being very fatigued mentally because this is the whole point of really taking care of something that we can't really see which is mental health right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah no i mean i think one of the one of the biggest mistakes and i made i made the same mistake myself was that you know when you go into work you're you're a hung you're sorry you're a young motivated individual and you want to almost prove yourself you know and so do you step up into what i call like the big leagues after college or whatnot and and you have this energy and everything's new it's almost like starting college again or starting high school is sort of like that um honeymoon stage where mm-hmm. you're in this go go getter mentality and you try to do as much as you can and i think a lot of people fall into the trap of uh not like you said not really knowing that they're pushing themselves too much. And I think the best, the best thing to just note is that it's, it's really okay to say no. I think if you're yeah. a very hardworking individual, if you have good intentions and I mean, you're not, you're not a consistent, you're not consistently slacking off or, or doing the certain things that might make people in, or your coworkers upset that then at the end, you don't always have to be this 10 out of 10 a player, you know, like people, you could look at an example such as the star athletes, they get injured, you know, in the workplace, you don't really have an injury moment, you just kind of get tired, you get burnt out. And so it's those moments that you just kind of have to realize within yourself that you have to take care of yourself, because you're bound to just get back 
a better, you know, better individual after mm-hmm. after the sort of stage of, of this burnout. So um, I think the big, yeah, the, the, the best thing is just to really be okay with saying no, but not saying no because you're lazy or because you're, you think you're being worked too hard. I think it's very much so almost like analyzing it and and being, you know, like, why am I working 12 hours and what's my output being like, you know what I'm saying? It's sort of yeah. break, breaking it down, I think, is the best part. But but yeah, I keep going back to obviously say, just saying no. But I really think it's it's the best advice I've gotten from people, you know, because it's if you, if you mean good, all, the only reason you're saying no is because you just need some recovery time. And I think everybody deserves mm-hmm. that and, and, and should get it. Is there any other way that you recover? Um rather than through physical exercise? Because a lot of people, I mean, there are a lot of ways out there and people usually are inspired by a lot of other people. And uh, I mean, for me, I mean, I would say that fitness and staying active definitely helps me take more on. I, mm. would, I would definitely say that. So I don't know if it, it's like a way, I, I mean, it's definitely like, I think by doing so, I'm almost able to perform, uh, I think, a little, bit, a little bit more and kind of push myself a little bit more just because I have that stamina. But I think in terms of, um, in terms of dealing with a burnout or something like that, like I'm just very transparent. I mean, I, I, like I said, I just, I asked for recovery. I asked for rest because, um, when I ask for rest, it's not, it's, it, it could, it's sometimes 24 hours. It's sometimes 48 hours, you know, but it's, it's just about taking yourself out of that state of pressure and kind of yeah. just getting away. I think it's, I mean, I definitely don't go into the city. I go into somewhere quiet, somewhere peaceful mm-hmm. and, and just let clear my mind, you know, it's almost like you, you just really allow yourself to disconnect. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think that's like the best kind of, I mean, my, my best way of kind of recovering. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's really understandable. And especially with millennials today, um, working, I mean, entering the workforce, um, what's, how does how does beautiful destinations take care of you? Beautiful destinations has a great reputation out there. I just mm-hmm. want to shout out, uh, yeah, shout yeah. out to Jeremy, shout out to everyone in the team. Uh, yeah. But how do they treat you in a way that gets the best out of Matthias Dorada? Yeah, I mean, I think. Well, I mean, for, first and foremost, I mean, Jer- Jeremy overall just kind of is. I mean, he's just a very inspiring individual. So you kind of sort of rally behind his energy. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very like I don't know, it's contagious almost. And then I think that's like one of one of the one of the main things, at least that like allows people to be in that kind of like go getter mentality. But I think other than that, I mean, Beautiful Destinations does a great job of, of of giving you a ton of. I think I don't know, I don't know, I don't know about other companies, but we get about twenty five days of pay time off, you know, and we can use it throughout the year. And um, and, and, and so, yeah, when, whenever things, you know, are just a little bit too much for us, we, we take that time and, and we're able to collaborate with, uh, certain, uh, what's it called? Like hotels and stuff like that. And others like little things where like mm-hmm. you can sort of benefit and get away and, and clear your mind and come back. And I think, uh, other than that is, uh, I think Jeremy does a great job of, of voicing it, um, at least to the creators because um, it's kind of like the world that I really much so live in is yeah. the guys that are creating the content. And Jeremy's like open door, man. Um, I'm able to text them. I'm able to just give him a shout and talk through things. And, I mean, he definitely has had so much experience being a CEO himself. He takes on so much more. He's the, guy, he's the one leading the pack, so he takes on the most stress, I feel, mm-hmm. out of everybody in the company. So kind of just uh, being able to talk to somebody like that, I think, uh, very much so helps anybody in uh, any one of us that are, that are dealing with stress, you know? Yeah, I mean, leadership here is 
extremely important when you talk yeah, it's about key. it's key yeah. yeah and that's the thing i i personally see what jeremy has done to be an extraordinary achievement because millennials aren't loyal and hearing what you're saying about a company um that is probably far 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 smaller than way bigger companies out there that may have mm -hmm. invested a lot more money um, money doesn't buy loyalty, money doesn't buy happiness. And that's a mm -hmm. big thing that um, we are seeing nowadays with people just um, switching jobs every two years and, you know, companies asking, well, wh what is that? Why, why is causing, why is, why is thing, why are things like that, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's why I keep going back to mental health because um, technically why mental health to me and why I'm inspired to do this podcast is because mental health is the root of well-being. Um, mm -hmm. You take care of it, you're happy. Your body reciprocates great energy to the world. You don't take care of it. The the worst case is suicide, right? So yeah. you're dealing with a very, very, very wide spectrum. And yeah, my <laughs> that's why I emphasize a lot on stress. I, I'm going to emphasize right now my next question about mm -hmm. men and mental health. Uh, you know, there's a big stigma, right? We're both... I, I try to get males on the show because... The more we can break it, the more females are like, hey, they're finally talking about it. We've been talking about it for years. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, what's your say on, on that? And how can, we, how can we open the conversation so that we don't, use, we don't lose this sense of masculinity and, like, how? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's actually, and I was going to bring up that topic because, um, I mean, like I said, that transparency that I'm able to have with a person like Jeremy, right? I'm able to just open up and tell him like whatever I'm feeling or how I'm feeling. And he's able to sort of listen and then give me sound advice. I think uh, when I speak to coworkers or friends of mine who are in a different company, they're almost, there's this, there's sense of fear. There's a sense of like, in, they're intimidated by, by a, by a leader or by a, by a CEO. And I think, I think it's like, yeah, to your point, it's, it's, it's almost very silly because that stigma of, of breaking that wall is it should be it should be almost like a no-brainer because there there are you know they're a person and at the end of the day that like looking out for your best interest you know and, and and if they're not looking out for the best interest then maybe it's not a right fit for you but those are the type of people that if they are looking out you just have to open up I think I think just having a conversation about something that you're dealing with or something that you're stressing over about is is okay and and I've personally found it that when I've opened up it's hasn't I think it's it's almost right how you open up I think a lot of people go to the extreme of going to the state of of crying or breaking down and like you know releasing everything almost like as if you're a little kid and you didn't get your candy and now you just like are, are you know like breaking down and it's, it's almost like a, it's too much for someone that it's a maybe in a happy state of mind to sort of take on and try to help but if you could sort of I mean, I, I personally like write down like why uh, why am I why am I stressed right now or why am I or, like how why am I feeling like this? You know, it's a very much so like I I do it therapeutically to myself as if I'm talking to myself, and then I I come up with these questions and then I just bring them up in a very conversational manner, you know, in a conversation yeah. just with a friend, and I ask them for their opinion. I like genuinely. I mean, there's definitely people in my life that uh, I know I can go to. And it doesn't have to be everybody, you know, you don't have to bring it up to anybody. But I think if you have your core people that you can open up to, um, you should just talk. You should just, 
say something. I mean, I, I, I do it all the time. It could be my mother. It could be my, my really good friend, my best mm. friend. And I think just talking about it and opening up, you start to realize that um, it's almost that it's almost that that act of, of saying it in a yeah. in a way that you want to improve, not in a way where you're complaining. You know, I think yeah. I really I really do stress on the on how you present your problems, how you present your stress. Because if you're looking at it from a, this is horrible, I hate this, and da, 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 you're just never, you're almost like digging yourself a deeper hole because the person on the other side hearing that information, does it, it almost feels so bad that you're in that state that they really don't know how to like motivate you to get up, you know? But if you, if you present it with a sort of like, what do you think? Should I do this or should I do that? Like almost that you're trying to improve, you're trying to get out of it. I think then people start seeing it from a, less of an emotional side and more of a, just hey let me help him out give him some some advice and uh, at least for me personally that's helped me a lot in terms of figuring out an answer you know when times get a little bit stressful yeah like the approach um yeah the approach the, yeah. the initiative the the attitude that's the mm -hmm. yeah no yeah, i definitely. completely i completely agree with you and um what would you say to creators out there that want to have a successful career without um without 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 doing the mistakes that you've made? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the, um, I mean, I think the biggest blessing that I've got starting out was I tried as much as possible. I mean, I was almost like a yes man, right? I tried, yeah. I tried every job that I can get hands on just so I could see what I like. And I think uh, I always, I always, always go back to, to the point of being self-aware. I think mm -hmm. it's never about looking at somebody's life uh, and thinking that that's what you want mm. and so I've always seen something been inspired but then wanted to get my own opinion you know it's almost mm. like you hear great reviews about a movie and then you should go see it yourself or like you shouldn't uh, base it on websites or something like that you should just try it yourself mm. so I think starting out um, trying a lot of things allowed me to get a good grasp of what I like doing and then um, for anybody starting out that doesn't want to make um sort of the mistake of like, yeah, doing work that they're not really stoked about or passionate about at first is trying as, as much as you can and, and, and actually analyzing. I, I, like I, mm. I can't stress this enough, analyzing and breaking things down of why you like it, why did you enjoy it? Because a lot of the times, for example, shooting a wedding for me is one of the things I just, I didn't, I didn't like as much, but the reason that I didn't like it as much wasn't because shooting a wedding or, or the wedding itself was was bad. It was because in the in the wedding situation, the photo is almost right now in priority. So the video sort of gets a second hand and you can't really do it justice, you know, and someone that wants to, for me, I really like to capture those moments and sort of, sort of getting that second wind of time um, didn't allow me to do so. But it's mm -hmm. not that I just didn't like weddings. So I think like, Knowing that moving forward, when I took on any job, I really wanted to stress that. Would I be able to get time? You know, it's those sort of things that I started to realize about myself of what kind of work environment or situation I enjoy. And I think when pe if people start doing that more and more, they'll start to realize exactly the, the sort of almost like the sort of vibe that you like to be in. And yeah. then, um, and then, and then being transparent, I like being vocal. I, I really, my biggest advantage I think has been that I talk to people and I, I say what I like, I say what I don't enjoy. But like I mentioned before to the previous question, it's about the approach. I never complain. Mm. I never, uh, you know, I'm never talking anything down or, or I'm just 
I'm just voicing something, and, and but I'm explaining it with reason, and then I'm always trying to give a solution. And I think if creators start doing that, uh, analyzing their situation, and then more so breaking things down of what they enjoy and, and what they don't enjoy, then they're going to allow themselves to be in, in a better and a better position with each job that they take on because they're just more self-aware. Yeah, and you've mentioned self-awareness a couple of times here. Um, yeah, I want to touch on that, especially that you've mentioned that you journal quite quite a bit. Um, yeah, yeah. Or you doodle quite a bit. Do you, is are there any? Can you elaborate on that? And are there yeah, any yeah. other things that you incorporate in in your life that help you become that self-aware? Because I think when you are self-aware, you can truly regulate your inner state of being, which is your mental health, right? One hundred percent, man. I think that's honestly the biggest attribute like biggest I would say like attribution to my well-being like mentally because uh one of the things that I like to do I'm not the best writer English is my second language I'm yeah. I'm, a, I'm originally from Bolivia so mm. shout out to anybody listening here that's, that's <laughs> South American <laughs> yeah this uh but um I do voice notes man uh the voice memo it's uh it's something that I've actually just recently started doing actually not recently I've done it for I've done it when I started in college, just a little bit, but I've do, been doing it consistently for the past, I want to say like six months or so. And whenever I start thinking of something, you know, sometimes you don't have, my family actually right now lives in California. I'm in New York. I don't have that relationship with, you know, that I could just go home or talk to somebody. And sometimes a phone call just doesn't do it, do it justice. So I, I have voice notes where I just sort of talk about a problem and I sort of talk it out. And I think I used to start to write it out and it took me a little bit too much time. I used to put too much thought into the like the word that I'm saying. So then by speaking about it for me personally helped it helped me sort mm -hmm. of uh, analyze my situation a little bit better and it just sort of flows and I think what I realized was that like when I do it I would then maybe wait a day or two, and then I would listen to the conversation at night. I, it would be sometimes five minutes, sometimes ten minutes, sometimes two minutes. And I would write a title, for example, like my mindset on positivity or something like that. And then by listening to it, like after a couple of days, I just sort of, I don't know, it's almost like you get a test back, you know, like you did an exam. <laughs> yeah. And then you see your test and you see and you're like, oh, I was thinking like this. I wonder. And then, you know, like the days pass, a lot of things happen. And it's, it allows you to be sort of like introspective, like, uh, mm. like uh, think about your situation. And then, um, yeah, just move forward the next day just in a in a better state of mind because you know yourself more. Like you, you actually think about think about how many times you talk and how many times you hear yourself talk, right? Like it's only when someone records a video of you and usually that's almost not really in a in a sort of like deep talk environment because that's sort of like a weird thing yeah. of someone recording you in a deep conversation. But <laughs> but yeah, that's why I think these podcasts, for example, are so awesome because it allows people to get into that mindset. And, if, and I personally listen to podcasts a ton because, yeah, these voice notes that I do, is it, it really does help me once I look back at them move forward the next day better because I only because I know myself more and then I start sort of asking another, and then another question arises and then I sort of like think about that for a few days or so and then something happens and I was thinking about a certain topic the previous few days and then I'll like you know jump back into yeah. the voice memo and I'll talk about that to myself and then maybe that strikes up a different question that I bring up to a friend or someone close to me that I can trust and then it just yeah it just makes me almost more in tune with myself mm -hmm. and I'm I'm just happier I'm, because I feel like I really know myself I know I'm not making a decision based on somebody else's thoughts I really think I just like I'm making a decision because this is what makes me happy this is what I like because I've I've heard it you almost you know yeah. 
I mean, what you're saying here is all about being connected to oneself, right? Um, and mm-hmm. nowadays, this is what yoga and all the meditation retreats are are, are designed to, right? Uh, yeah. Which is what I find fascinating because I haven't personally have had the luxury to go to India or, you know, go on one of those crazy retreats, but I make sure to spend at least 30 minutes a day journaling, writing, voice noting, just singing yeah. to myself, yeah, literally yeah. no no borders, no nothing. And I feel that this is so beautiful to to hear what you're saying as a man, yeah. from a man, yeah, yeah, open up. No. That, that's incredible. Um, and still maintain that same level of respect and dignity. Um, that's what I'm trying to push out there in the world because I feel that once we as men are emotionally much more intelligent and empathetic, this is what's going to change this world. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I'm a big advocate of that. And speaking of changing the world, I don't think you can sort of wake up one day and change the world. I think you can <laughs> help somebody and that can yeah. change their world. And I think that will change your world in return. So my next question is going to be, have you ever helped someone or have you ever, how open are you to to help people or do should people know that you're there if you need someone to talk to? Because a lot yeah. of people really sort of find that they're lonely out there and that's what really kills them, not mm-hmm. their issues. I think we're all connected. We all have that luxury of being together, but sometimes it's when you're with people, but you think that you can't open up to them. So, the, yeah, my this is my next point. How mm-hmm. how would you tell someone you really love and care about that's going through a very rough time that you're there? How would how would you like them to reach out to you? And, and what would you say to them? What would you really say from your heart to their heart? I mean, I think I think the 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 best thing is this is the beautiful beautiful thing about social media because, for example, like we've never met, but right, our energies aligned, and and we sort of like want to push something that that improves lives, and so we connect, and it's almost like right now we're talking, right? We're opening up to each other, and I think exactly. it's Thank I you. think it's those. No, of course, man, I, I appreciate the time, and I I think, for example, in the stories, like when I put the dancing, when I put the stuff, like, and I get messages, people saying I love your energy, even like yourself uh, posting that story of the video dancing, like that fulfills. Mm-hmm me man because i know that i'm putting energy out there and people that are like you said some people are too shy to ask uh, or to talk or to open up and and sometimes they get but they get inspired by 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 content man and they yeah. get they they live a better life maybe or they live that day a little bit better because they laughed or because they enjoyed um something that you put out with with good energy so i think what i would say to somebody is um and even someone like i'm like myself like i i have people in my life that i I, I ask questions, you know, and I think yeah. uh, I, I ask them how they're doing, and I, I really I really do care. I think one of the things that, I don't know if you know this, but I have it tattooed on my wrist, and it's something I live by. It's called Pay It Forward. It's wow. um, it's actually a movie, and it's an old movie, but it's the first movie that made me cry. And um, it's a concept of this kid that takes on three people, and he tries to improve their lives somewhere, somehow. And the only... Uh, form of payment that he asks is that those three people then do it to somebody else and so then it eventually hopefully creates this domino effect and Mm. I actually personally right now um, very it's almost like a coincidence but I worked on this Cuba project where I met this kid 
And I sort of very connected with it. I connected with his story, but more so with sort of like his dreams and aspirations because I felt like I was there at one point. And I wanted to come back and I pushed and I pushed BD. And one of that's one of the best things, right, about this company is that they really buy into passion. Yeah. And so they allowed me to tell the story. And so it's this concept of pay it forward. I think the, the video that, that will come out in, in hopefully in the next week um, spreads this message that that like it's right it's like it's a it's okay to connect with somebody but it's also like it, it's about that opening up and connecting with somebody at a, at a deep level I, this kid is literally a local from cuba and in the interview i mean the words the quotes that this kid says just it's crazy man this kid's 20 years old and is pushing things that i feel like mentally i, I wish i was there when i was 20 and it all it was was because we had this open conversation and i and i when i was asking the questions i was almost right i don't know if vulnerable is the right word but like we we just sort of like broke down the barrier of let's just or of sounding cool or sounding this and it was just like man talk to me like Tell me how you're feeling. Tell me like why you do this. And then it was just once he said something, I asked a deeper question and try to really get it out of him. And the words that came out were beautiful. I think the message is incredible. And it goes back to the point that if someone's if someone's out there looking for, I don't know, uh, a friend or someone, it's 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 really much so about. I mean, obviously, the the first ask would be for them to to open up to their close ones and really ask the questions without being without being I don't know shy about it. And then if not, if, you, if, if it's really hard for you to do that, I would say the next step would be just write it out because then you might see that your problems are not that hard to talk about. And so it, whether, yeah. whether that's voice notes or that's journaling, you really will, by breaking it down on paper and almost like getting it out of your mind will really help. And then the, the, I think the, the final thing would be that um, look, to, look to people. Like, I mean, look to, for motivational videos about the topic. Like, like almost uh, almost be your own cheerleader right if you're if you're upset about uh i don't know anything like well, I, I just look up that topic and see like how people i mean there's definitely people putting out articles there's yeah. podcasts like yours i think and, and it's almost it's a google search away you know and it's yeah. people have to really search for search for the answer rather than waiting for it and expecting their life to change you know i think the biggest thing that i know you're an advocate of is taking action so i think that with any with any problem or any situation any stress the first step is just take an action towards getting better and yeah. i i promise at the end of the day you'll find a solution mm -hmm. and whether it's a friend whether it's a voice note whether it's a piece of content i, I mean at the end of the day the the outcome is that you're happier you know and that's all that matters yeah and that's exactly like why we're doing this. We are doing this mm -hmm. because emotions, empathy, vulnerability is a source of power and yeah. no weakness. And uh, that's all I want to say to end this podcast very, very, very sharp because mm -hmm. what you've said, I think I can't top that personally. We're just going to, we're just going to. You could top my, you could top my singing though, for sure. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. One day, one day, one day. When we meet, one day we have a lot. To I need, talk I need, about. I need some lessons, you know, because like yeah. there's that, you know, there, you know, there's always those karaoke nights, and like I'm feeling the song, man, but I can't hit that note, yeah. you know. And it's yeah. like it's do or die, and I'm like, hey, it's my moment to shine. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> we've all been there, I swear. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, practice, practice, practice. Um, no, man, I'd love, like it's crazy how we. You've said it. We haven't met, but. Honestly, I just feel that genuinely you're my brother. And uh, yeah, I posted I a post same. on social media the other day. I was like, it's crazy how 
sometimes your biggest um, your biggest advocates or, or, or supporters or whatever you want to call them aren't people you've met in real life. And I feel that once you take a step back and realize that, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Shit, like this is Crazy, incredible. Right? Um, so that is the power of social media. Is, yeah, yeah. We just have to utilize it in its best form because, you know, there's other ways that we can let it consume us. But I always say, let's just look at the bright side and always use the power f- to our advantage. So, yeah, yeah, man, thank you so much for your time. It's been absolutely phenomenal. I, uh, Thanks, I didn't man. quite expect we'd take that crazy approach, but you were so genuine. Um, and I honestly loved it. I, I loved it. I loved it. So thank you so much, man. No, thank you, man. It's just like, like I said, my first podcast. So hopefully, um, <laughs> I can do more of these because these are these are fun, man. And I think it's awesome to just be a part of something that's uh, spreading positivity and improving lives, man. I I really do believe in in your mission and sort of like this this whole this whole I don't know this whole movement of, of spreading positivity and in the in the, in the mount in the best way possible, you know, which is like just talking about things like this. Make sure to subscribe to the Empower newsletter to get the latest news about our exclusive guests on the show. New publications and articles every Friday.